Sin Media acknowledges and pays respect to the people of the Woi Wurrung and Bun Wurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations on whose unceded lands the Sin office and studios stand. Sin Media respectfully acknowledges their ancestors and elders, past, present and emerging. Sin Media also acknowledges the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia where our content reaches and on which Sin partner organisations stand. Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. That was the best lesson I ever had. Me too. That goes triple for me. Word from between the bedsheets just came in. You're good, but you can always do better. We want to hear from all the sex kittens and dirty dogs out there. All the cuddlers, stocking wearers, rope tires and biters. Just remember, this is a show for all the lovers, not the fighters. Naughty rude. Naughty rude. Naughty rude. Naughty rude. Naughty rude. Naughty rude. Naughty Root, the show where anyone can have their say. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the Naughty Root Show here on Sin. I'm Zach. Today, we are joined by Portia and Chris. Say hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hello, world. How are we doing, people? Good. Good? Very good. Very good. Oh, that's great. I am also doing quite excellent myself, and I am keen for a great show. We have some great content. In the meanwhile, though, hit up hit up the socials. Get on the socials, people. You can find us at Naughty Rude Sin on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Catch up on the old episodes. Got some, got some good, good, good content up there. Some good stuff. And make sure you get involved with the show. Send us a DM. We don't bite. We're very friendly, right? Yeah, we're very friendly. Very friendly. We're very friendly. We can offer some advice. We can try and help you. We can share your stories. We can just have a bit of a good old time, a grand old time, even. Or you can go to the naughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask if you want to hit us up with a little bit of an anonymous submission. But that's for then. For now, stay tuned for an excellent show. Going to be having a bit of a question time with Chris and Portia here, a bit of a getting to know Chris who hasn't yeah. been on the show before. No. <laughs> I've been on other sin shows, but never the Naughty Rude show. So we'll be doing a bit of a Q&A, I guess. We'll be talking workplace relationships, and we'll be talking how to make a relationship serious. It's going to be just going to be excellent. But just a heads up, because sometimes things we talk about can be a little heavy. So if you do want to get in touch with someone, you can chat up a helpline. You can call Beyond Blue at 1300-224-636. That's 1300-224-636. Kids Helpline at 1-800-551-800. That's 1-800-551-800. And QLife Helpline at 1-800-184-527. 1-800-184-527. Please reach out for help if you feel you need it. Also, just a heads up that, well, we can offer advice we are not medical professionals. We are not doctors. We can't cure anything. We can't, we can't fix those sorts of problems. If, you, if you're crushing on someone and not sure what to do, we can help you there. Uh, but if you want to get a, a rash checked out or something, maybe, maybe chat to a doctor because that's not our area of expertise. <laughs> We're on the Naughty Root Show on Sin. I'm Zach, joined by Christopher and Portia. How are we doing? Good. Good, thank you. That's good. That's good. Now we're going to get into a little bit of a bit of a bit of a Q and A, I guess, because if I'm correct, you two are in a relationship. Is yes. that is that true? You're yeah. married. You're married. Yes. Yes, you are. And uh, so 
everyone else who's currently on the Naughty Rude show, except for Liz, uh, is single, uh, including myself. So we we have some questions, or at least I have some questions. I'm speaking on on Tammy and Lena's behalf, but I'm doing it anyway. Uh, questions about being in a relationship. So I'll start with the start with the simple one. Take it from yeah. from the top. How did you two actually meet? Well, I had a friend that lived up in Canberra. I lived down in Melbourne at that stage, and then met met Portia through. Well, my friend who went to a youth group and then started talking to Portia and one day I went up to Albury and I met her up there. Wow, lovely, lovely. And the rest was history, as they say. <laughs> well, what was your first date like? Well, we'd been doing long distance for a long time. Oh. The first date was at Albury yeah. train station. <laughs> when we first met, like, it's like, oh, yeah, we'd just been talking on the phone, you know, texting and, you know... <laughs> He just went from there, and oh, I'll let Portia probably explain it. And then finally decided to meet up in Albury, halfway yeah. between Canberra and Melbourne. Well, I think it's halfway. Oh, yeah, kind of. Well, how'd you go maintaining a long-distance relationship then? Well, I was down here for one year. Well, I was with Portia for one year while I was still down here, trying to do studies and do off some other stuff before I moved up to Porsche, but it was hard. It was it, tough? It was tough. Like, I go up to Canberra every weekend. Yeah, you were up there every weekend. <laughs> without, without... Didn't want to give you back to the every plane people to fly you back to Melbourne. <laughs> That's always the hard part, <laughs> leaving. Yeah. Would yeah. you? Did you, like, did you, like, stay in touch via text and stuff text, pretty often? phone calls, you know, sometimes just be on the phone overnight. <laughs> Knowing him every day. <laughs> Yeah, that would be better. Non-stop right? calls from me. <laughs> oh, my God. It, uh, it was fun. No, that's great. Then it was just easier for me to move up to Canberra. So you moved up to Canberra for a bit? Yeah. I oh, moved okay, up yeah. for a year and then came back down to Melbourne. And you we, both came back down? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll get, we're going to touch on this a bit later in the show, touching on living together. Do you currently live together? Yeah. Yeah. When did you, when did you two uh, move in together? Well, I think it was June of 2018. How, how long had no, you been together? No, it was earlier than bike? June of was, 2018. I'd been going up till June because I finished school. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be June. Um, and I just moved up there with all my stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, mainly just a, just like a suitcase of clothes and I had some stuff down in Melbourne. I was just going to keep down here. So how long, how long had you been together before you moved in together? About a year. About a year, okay. Yeah, um, well... My background is I was homeless for a little bit and I was in a temporary accommodation and then just seemed easier for me to move up there to be with Portia and just saved me on a bit of bills. And But still, I just wanted to go out there and be with her. Much easier than doing trips all the time. Doing the constant back and forth, flying up to camp. Flying back or catching buses and trains. Oh, buses and trains interstate. Yuck. You'd be surprised. I'd prefer the train and the bus over yeah. the plane any day of the week. I prefer the plane. Yeah, I know that. It's quicker. <laughs> Gets you there faster, and you don't have to try and sleep on a train or a bus. <laughs> and I mean, how, wait, how long is the train ride? Train ride, so you got a seven-hour train to oh. Yas. So what you've no, you got to get the bus from Canberra through to Goulburn, switch at Goulburn, and get the and train. get the train from Goulburn through to Melbourne, which is about. And then the wait period is about. You get to Goulburn maybe about six p.m. Six p.m. 
6.30 and then you don't have a train until about 10 11 p.m. I'll take the plane. Yeah, yeah I'll take the plane. I, well, I used to I, I used to finish school and school my VCE studies on a Thursday. Then I caught the Greyhound bus overnight up. Now that was now that was the hardest part. Jeez. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Moving away from travel, moving away from travel and back into the relationship yes. itself. Uh, when did you propose? Or did you propose or did Portia propose? I actually did. It was one of the times she was coming down to Melbourne for the weekend. And she caught the Greyhound bus. And when she got off the bus, I basically got my knees and I proposed to her. Oh, my God. And Portia, was... how, did, how, did, how did that go for you? Went good. <laughs> I was probably still sleeping. She was half asleep. <laughs> sh- I didn't get much sleep. She doesn't drink coffee, so at that time she didn't drink coffee anyway. <laughs> so she was just, I don't think she understood. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and, like, and then I think she just woke up like when after I asked her. She's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my that, God. That was a day, and I'd already been up at like 4 a.m. Wow. <laughs> just to get down. Oh, my God. So so how long into the relationship uh, did you propose? <sighs> Got to do my maths here. <laughs> um, well, it was set. I think it was just about on seven months. To be honest with you. And then, how long after that did you actually get married? Probably about three or four months later. Oh wow! Something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I knew she was the right person, so I just went for it. Oh, that's so sweet. And then <laughs> Yeah, you... I just can't get rid of him now. <laughs> I'm stuck with him for good. <laughs> so you've been you've been married for how many years now? Just about to come on to four in July. Oh, four years. How's it gone? How's it been? There's been hard moments, there's been good moments. Hard moments and good good moments make it worth. Yeah. Exactly. You are listening to the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin. And with me today, I'm Chris, and then I have also with me Zach and Portia in the studio. Doing good? Yeah. Doing good. Portia, yeah. now you wanted to you wanted to talk a little bit about uh relationships in the workplace. A bit of a possibly taboo topic. What you got for us? Thought it might be interesting to talk about that. Well, let's dive into it then. Okay, the key differences between a workplace relationship and a personal relationship is where the relationship begins. The relationship between family members are personal relationships, while the relationships between your boss and colleagues are workplace relationships. So when you're dating someone at work, workplace. If you're not, yeah. not workplace. I mean, it, it makes sense. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So have either of you ever been in a workplace relationship? No. No? No. No, neither have I. Do you, What do you think? Do you think, like, because here's the thing. I think they're not the best idea, generally. No, I would agree with that. Like, if especially if it's, like, the person you're dating is... Like your supervisor or something, like not a good idea. Yeah, that that's, that's just something about it, especially because if it's your supervisor, I feel like that 
is a HR nightmare, for one. Yep. But also, it just adds so many layers to a dynamic that's already a very layered dynamic. Yeah, and if it's your supervisor, you may get favouritism over them compared to everyone else. Exactly. And I just don't want to deal with those accusations, or any accusations. <laughs> um, but I could, I could see, like... Even relationships with just general colleagues, I think they're more understandable. I still think it can be a bit tough to make it work properly, I guess, mm-hmm. because you've got to manage the fact that if the relationship doesn't work out and you're, you're still, still going to see them at work, them, you're still going to see them. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to work out a way around it. Yeah. Now, I will say that I'm coming at this from someone who does not work full time. Um, and wouldn't really cons- so I wouldn't really have the perspective of the only people I see on a regular basis being people I work with. I guess if you do work full time, I can see how a workplace relationship would form a little like is a bit more likely to form just because you see the people you work with more than pretty much anyone else. Mm. Oh, um, when I I used to work full time. Um, well, within the within government department, and basically, there was a few workplace relationships, and I, I, it was sometimes a bit like weird to try and talk to both of them about stuff like work stuff. Like, would they would they constantly work together? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like you, you like you're trying to explain like say you have two different tasks for like one for each of them. Like, how would you explain it? Because they work together. It's like. What? <laughs> really? It's a bit, bit of power you couple. You try and yeah. split it up and say, this is a task for you and a task <laughs> for the other person. Exactly. Yeah, it just it just feels like it can create so much drama and not the fun kind of drama. Exactly. The dramatic kind. And the hard kind. The hard kind of drama. But, I mean, I'm sure there are people who make it work. Haha, <laughs> work. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate and say, and because I know it does work. I know a few people that well, I used to work with that have made it work and they're married and they're, you know, they have kids now. So, shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to them, honestly. <laughs> like, more props to you if you can make that dynamic work. Yes, definitely. Exactly. Do you think there are any things that need to be done specifically to help it kind of along? Not that I can think of, but again, you know. Maybe be open. Yeah, be open. Yeah. Communicate. Uh, file the HR paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> make sure pe- make sure your bosses know that you're in a relationship. Yeah. Especially if you're in a relationship with the boss. Uh, yep. Uh that's a that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think yeah, like it can it can work. I just feel like it's so tricky. This is coming from someone who uh doesn't do relationships as of yet. So all relationships are tricky. Um, <laughs> but, like, there's just so many layers, so many dynamics to consider. Exactly. I honestly, like, I've seen it happen in front of me. I'm like, yeah. I Like, you just, things you can expect and there's just things you don't expect to happen. And it's different for every couple. That, yeah. Like, you, just, you know, it just depends, I guess, on their, like, like their relationship and how... And also, like, their mindset, you know, their personality. Yeah, like, everyone's going to have a different approach to it. Yeah. And some people are definitely going to be probably more suited to the workplace relationship lifestyle. Becoming serious in a relationship. How do you do it? How does it happen? Honestly? You want the honest answer? Hit me with the honest answer. It just happens. It just happens? It's like, it's... 
<laughs> but that's not an answer I can do. I can't just happen. It, yeah, it can't just happen. We need more than it can happen. Well. How does it happen? Well, you find someone you like very much and then just poof, it happens. If they like you, it just, you know, just it's like those those like fairies. They make things happen, like poof. Okay, but what if, what if you want to be serious and they don't? Then it then it Does, can't happen. Just doesn't happen. Then no. it just doesn't happen. But how do you deal with that? Well, let me think. I'm trying. To, oh, I can't. it's a tricky situation. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah, exactly. It's it's not. A, I don't think it's as easy as it just happens. Also, to melt for me, it just happened. Like, well, well, if for it you is to it just happen. But well, if that is a deal breaker, then. Move on. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, That's tough because here's the thing. Sometimes it just takes time for people to be ready. They might not be able to be in a serious relationship for a reason. Maybe they aren't sure if they'll have like time commitments, things like that. Yeah, well, um, I, I know someone who's gone for a breakup recently and, yeah, he's finding it hard to, you know, um, separate from that person who's broken up with him. It's were they were they in a pretty serious relationship yeah, already? In a pretty serious relationship and yep. it's just like just poof one day he just stopped and one day just he stopped. just he just didn't want it. Mm. Like oh not he but his girlfriend didn't want it and it's just like he just took it it was just really hard for him. Hmm. Yeah, like I can see it being really tough when you've been in a serious relationship for a while especially but what if you're not even in a serious one yet? It's just you want to take things further and the other person doesn't. Or or what if they want to take things further, but you're not ready for a serious relationship? We could talk about the flip side as well, because that can happen. Exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm not a person full of stories about that, but oh, I've heard it's happened to some people I know. Well, have either of you been in a more casual relationship or have you all been pretty serious? Pretty serious. Yeah. Same for you, Portia? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, all right. Well, it seems we're in a bit of a predicament because none of us have actually been in super casual relationships, but I do know a number of people who have. I do know a few people who have like who are pretty much almost exclusively like casual daters. They're not interested in serious relationships at all. Uh and doing things like, you know, just politely, politely <laughs> ending it off if the other person wants to get more serious does sort of become a thing you have to do sometimes because, yeah, some people will kind of want more, whether it's, like, more just feelings, more time, and sometimes you can't you can't give that or you don't want to give that. And I think that's, I think that's fair. You shouldn't ask someone to give more than they can and you shouldn't ask that of yourself either. No, I, I'd agree with you on that. Do, do you think there's a, a point at which you just know that a relationship is more serious? Or, like, for, for you two, for example, did you just know that it was more serious or did you have to kind of actually sit down and have a bit of a conversation over, like, okay, are we moving into more serious territory here? I think we just, like, it just, for me at least, it just clicked. Like, it just, you know, we, we knew. And it felt right. Just yeah. felt right? Yeah. How, but, how, how long into the relationship I'm back to I'm back to grilling you with questions. <laughs> yeah, here again. we go. I, I, here we I go saw the, I saw here we this go happening. Again. This was not the intention, but just to, just to just indulge my curiosity. Good segue, though. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but like, how long into the relationship before you kind of were like, okay, this is more serious? Probably. Good question. Like it just, just happened, but um, I think it was probably the the second time we met in person. Okay. So probably um. Probably about two, three months in. Okay, that's not that's not too bad. That's not too long at all. 
Yeah. yeah. That's it just yeah. And had none of your relationships prior to each other like ever really got that serious that quickly or well, No, he was my first. Your first Yeah. yeah. <laughs> first well. First my, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there we so. go. <laughs> Well, it seems that we really don't have a ton to say, no. unfortunately, for becoming but, serious. Like, we aren't we aren't the uh, experts in this one. Well, our listeners, hopefully, they might be able to enlighten us. Enlighten us, yes. And send us what your thoughts are. Hit us up. Hit us up. At Naughty Rude Sin, Facebook, Twitter, mm. and Instagram. You can DM us there, or you can go to the naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask to, to let us know, like, when did your relationship become serious? How did it become serious? Did did you initiate it? Did the other person? What happened? Did it just happen? As apparently is a, is a thing now. Like, oh, oh, it's not. You know, it wouldn't be just me and Porsche. I know there's a few other couples that it just, you know, just somehow they met and just it just clicked. My, my wonder is, and I don't really know too many people who date like this, but people who date like ca- super casually, like dating multiple people at the same time, like. How do you know when you want to go further with one person if you ever reach that point? Because, yeah, again, some people don't. Some people are just like, yeah, and they're happy staying casual, which, yeah, fair. Yeah, well, but what, you know, the question is, like, how do you class casual and how do you yeah, class serious? Yeah, that's is, true. Like, there's this, there, I, honestly, I think there would be like a gray area of where, you know, they, they just merge. Mm, yeah, it's not, it's not a, this is serious now. This is or this is casual now. This is serious. It's yeah. more a bit of a transition, and it's not it's not smooth. It's just it's just a thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm, interesting. Interesting. Well, how would you define serious? I guess <sighs> both of you. I'll, I'll let Porsche answer this because I've, I've been talking too much. Um. <laughs> you got anything, Porsche? Um, how would we define serious? Probably. If you decide to like propose or something, that's pretty serious. That's yeah. serious. That's pretty but, serious. But like before you get to that, I would say just like not to say you know, but <laughs> I was saying all, I, I, like, all night. But I'm just. <laughs> would it be like the level of for me? I guess it would be the level of emotional investment in the yeah. other person. Like because there comes a point where it's like okay. This has gone from, at least I assume, this has gone from just us having fun, casual dates every now and then to, no, now we are emotionally invested in each other. Yeah. Got a question? You can slide into our DMs at thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. And now, why don't we continue on? We've maintaining a relationship. Hmm, well, it's a bit of a tricky thing because we spoke about relationships becoming a bit more serious and then... After they do that, you kind of have to keep them going, right? Like, mm, I mean, you don't have to, but like, if you if you're getting into a serious relationship, it's probably because you want it to keep going. Yeah. So, how how do you actually do that? What do you what what kind of what does maintaining your relationship look like? Well, I'm gonna let Portia answer that. Communication. Communication. Word of the day. Yeah. Honesty. Honesty. And respecting each other. Like big big thing, respect. Like Right. Can't say that higher. Respect. Right, right. And trusting. Well what does what does like communication look like, I guess? Because like 
communication is kind of the foundation of not just romantic, any sort of relationship, honestly, like even just a, a, a good friendship or even just a not good friendship. If it's still a friendship, you still have some sort of communication yeah. going. Communication um, about how you're feeling, what way you want the relationship to go. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically like that's really like in terms of a like a relationship, like a like a serious one. Like if you're married or if you're just in a long term relationship, you know, just be honest with your partner, be truthful, you know, have respect and just tell them how you feel. Right. You know, right. just that. That's just sometimes how it has to be. Hmm. Well, what about moving away from just sort of communicating to? Doing doing things. Uh, what sort of things do you like? Do you still go on like regular dates, things like that? Do you think that's important or? It. <laughs> Everyone sees a relationship differently. For me, you know, going on, you know, spending time together, um, is you know something important to me. Um, sometimes it's all different depending on put like Porsche. I know you probably have a. Different idea, don't you? Um, yeah, going bowling to the movies, <laughs> <see, right>? dinner. <laughs> so basically, yes, yeah, the same. And then your husband pay for the dinner. <laughs> yeah, I so, yeah, which I, I think is wonderful of him. <laughs> uh, but like going, going on, like doing, not necessarily going on date, but like doing things together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you need, you need things to do because I do know some people who are in relationships. And I mean, they, they, to their credit, are maintaining solid relationships despite the fact they don't really do much together necessarily. But, but like, they still see each other though. Yeah, but if you don't do stuff together, or well, then it might drift apart the relationship. Mm. Hmm. Well, it, I'm just going to go back. When me and Porsche were in a long distance relationship, it was hard. And that was just because we couldn't see each other, we couldn't do anything with each other. You know, we just couldn't we, – we couldn't even hold each other long distance. A lot of people would know that. And they would know how hard it is. You know, you can't do anything. So how, how did you go about maintaining that? <sighs> maintaining that, you know, I mentioned earlier, to being on the phone, like, overnight. That's what we sometimes did. Just fell asleep on the phone together. Do you reckon – do you reckon – sorry to cut in a little. Do you reckon to maintain a relationship you should talk every day? Because I know some people that hate that. I know some people that are like, no, I need to talk to my partner every day. Or they need to have a good reason why they couldn't. As you said. You know, it depends on depends the relationship. On exactly. Whether like, that's what you want to do or if that's not what you want to do. I know, um, I don't know how they make it work, but I have. I know a few couples that one person is like talk every day. One person is just, you know. Every couple, you know, just you know, don't talk all the time. How do you make that work? Though? I don't know. Like, that sounds like that sounds so difficult because, like, you both have so different, such wildly different expectations. Yeah, <laughs> but like for me, but Porsche, if you talk every couple of days, it gives you more things to talk about. Yeah, true, true. So that could be why they were doing that. Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> for me and Portia, we just talked every day. It was every day for you. Yeah. Probably every two hours. Every two hours. <laughs> um, and I'm, I, and I'm being serious. Doing. Every two hours. No matter. I mean, you're in like a full long distance relationship, yeah. not just like, it wasn't but, like you were talking every day, but could also like see each other. 
But this was like just, you know, after we met each other and all that, you know, it was still every two hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I don't mind. Just texts or like video calls as well? But Both. Like, both? Video calls, phone calls, mainly when I was out, phone calls because I didn't have much data at the time. <laughs> but, oh, my God. Do you have any, I mean... This has turned into me asking you two questions again. See, this is why this is, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I didn't intend... I, I was going to mention this, that this is your secret plan all along. It was not my secret plan I all along. I think it was, to be honest. It was, I he swear... He knew what, why he was planning these. So I he, swear it was not the plan. It just so happens that, I mean, you two convenient. are in a relationship. Convenient. And so we're helpful. So it's helpful. But I have, like, one last sort of question, I guess, uh, if this is turning into me interviewing you two again. Mm. Um, uh, do you have any specific, like, I don't know, I guess habits or uh, rituals or things that you do to kind of keep the relationship fresh or help maintain it? We just really, like... Go out and do things. Just go out, enjoy it, enjoy each other's company, do different things. Like That's all you need? You know, find somewhere different to have dinner or, you know, sometimes it just depends. Like, you know, we're just happy doing whatever we want, you know, just happy enjoying each other's company. There you go. And just for the listeners, like, I can't actually see, so it makes relationships even difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just guessing what I'm looking like. <laughs> no, I, I have an idea. And uh, even if I dress up pretty, he still won't lo- know what I look like. But I still appreciate it. But he still at least appreciates me getting dressed up. You know, that's what you can communicate what you look like. I it's going to communication. No, I'm not going to go dress down that rabbit hole. with high heels and stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because I did that to someone else the other day. But um, yeah, like even with a person with a disability in a relationship, it doesn't really there's things different, things the same that maintaining. The relationship, bit harder, bit easier. Just depends on the person. Everyone is different. And that's why talking about these things is difficult at times because we can only talk about our own experiences, but you can tell us about yours. So you should uh, hit us up at Naughty Roots Sin on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know. How do you maintain your relationship? Do you have any little rituals that you and your partner do? Do you do the same thing? Do you do different things? Do you talk every day? Do you not talk at all? What do you do? Living with your partner. Now this is this is an interesting one because I one of my friends gave me a bit of a, a bit of a statistic. She does not live with her partner. She is um kind of actively choosing at the moment. Like they've kind of chosen not to live together, even though they've both like moved out of home. Because she said that she just worries that if they started living together, it would get like it would change the dynamic of the relationship. And I'm like, that's that's a very interesting thing to think about. Because relationships do, like, living with someone is very different from just, like, being friends with someone, obviously. And obviously that would apply to relationships as well. So what are our thoughts? Well, I'm, like, I know there, I don't know if it was in the census or not, but there is, like, a statistic um, about, like, people living with their partners, if married and if not. I think it was, like... Feels like nearly like I'm not exactly sure of the statistic, but it was like a, it was a fair amount actually not living with their partner. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me in a way because I feel like there were a lot of relationships that just aren't really at that point. But you know, again, like what are the things that people need to go in? You know, to living with 
you know, your partner? Because I know some people who have moved in with their partner and it just hasn't worked out. Yeah. And then, you know, some people it has and just, you know, like how does it get to that stage? You probably need sta- stability. Yeah, sta- <laughs> have a stable relationship yeah. is what I would think. But, you know, I just thought I'd throw that out to you, what you think about that. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me either. I, I've, And this is a statistic that I've pulled from, again, my friend who I can't remember. This was a very long time ago that we had this conversation. But I believe she said something like 60 or 70% of people in a relationship, if they move in together, like end up getting like breaking up within like the first year, which it, it doesn't overly surprise me. I might have the numbers wrong on that. I can't remember exactly, so take everything I'm saying with a bit of a grain of salt, um, or perhaps more than a grain, perhaps a bit of a pinch. But it doesn't overly surprise me because living with someone is such a different dynamic to just, again, to just knowing them. Like, you have to think about, you know, what sort of space does this person need? What 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 are we going to be eating? Are we going to be cooking for each other? Is one and, person going to be cooking? And bills. Bills and, and how, how gas, are you splitting it? electricity. Mm. Is one person, like, are you co... Like, if you're renting a place, for example, are you both um, considered tenants? Or is one person the main tenant and then the other person pays that? Like, there's so many more Mm. dynamics that it really complicates what can already be quite complicated. Oh, I know know that feeling. And especially just on, like, the rent side of it, it's very hard. I, I know that for a fact of it. You know, rent's just, you know, trying to work that out as a couple is hard, but, you know, just depends on, you know, who earns money and who doesn't and all that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah, it's – and then that doesn't even get to the fact that, like, just occupying the same space, like, even yeah. if you just took all of that, like, all the money out of the equation, all of that, just the fact that you'll be seeing this person whom at the time you might only see every now and then, but you will be, like, not just seeing them, you'll be occupying the same space as them. It's a very different – Dynamic. And this isn't me saying it's bad or it can't work. I mean, clearly it can. You two are, you two are here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Clearly it can work. But I just feel like it would take a very different mindset. Yeah, well, what I said, well, as I said at the beginning of the show, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's good. Just look forward to the good times. <laughs> uh, but, like, you know, being serious, you know, moving in with someone is hard. And I don't, and I'm not, not going to sugarcoat it for anyone. For at least for it was me, for it was hard. But, you know, for other people, you know, it might seem easy for them. But I'm just saying for myself, it is hard. <laughs> it, it definitely, yeah, no, it definitely seems pretty tough because, like, it's just so much to negotiate. It's just so much to do. Yeah. I, I I've heard, like, a bit of a, a bit of a pearl of wisdom, I guess, is that it's it's a good idea to move in with someone that you're close friends with, but not that you're like best friends with, because if you're best friends with someone, that can very quickly change the friendship. And I mean, we're talking about largely romantic relationships, but I mean, this could apply to friendships as well. Like, it, it can be very tough because you don't know exactly how your friends live. Mm. Like, oh, I, I know someone who's in that exact situation and it just, um, he moved in with one of his friends and it just did not go well. No? No. 
But yeah, because he ended up being in a relationship with the girl who was, who was his best friend, and it just did not end well. Oh. He, he, yep. I take it they're not friends anymore. They're friends, but they're not good friends. They're quote friends. Quote friends, yeah. Just, <laughs> just put those quote marks in there. What about what about you, Portia? Do you know anyone who's been in this sort of situation? No. No. Yeah, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head who lived with their partner for, like, a super long period of time. I know people who occasionally live with their partner for, like, a month or so, but not, like, for a committed, like, living with them in the same house, like, planning on living with them permanently kind of situation. But I've heard even just living in short term can be can be good because it can be a chance to sort of trial the the, like, how you'd go living together and sort out whatever conflicts would come up before you actually commit to it and then realize like i don't know five months into living together that you hate the way your partner cleans dishes or something i don't know um so it's a kind of a a bit of a trial i guess which i I think that that could be a good way of handling it yeah well i'm looking at it from like if you move out of your own like your parents home you know that's hard enough as it is and then add a relationship onto it yeah like i just i just boggles me sometimes yeah and i mean again every relationship is different it would depend on how long you've been together like have you have you tried living together before what else is going on mm. do you have pets if one person has pets what what if your partner has a cat and you're allergic to cats i'm actually i'm allergic to cats well i was gonna just <laughs> add on to that that everyone i know who owns cats is allergic to cats um. i don't understand that like oh <laughs> uh, like no it's not like anything bad it's just like hay fever what, like for me, and one day Porsche brought a cat home, oh. <laughs> and I was just like, for the next day, I was just, yep, yeah, just could not like just do anything. Do you still have the cat? No, oh. I just we just couldn't like because yeah, I just got really bad. Fair, 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 fair. So <laughs> it's a very it's a very tricky one. It's a very like, tricky and, one. And you know, you know, negotiating pets and all that, like um, oh, me and Porsche have two dogs, Chihuahuas, and. By Zach, uh, by your account, Zach, you said they're absolutely adorable. They are very cute. I did see photos of them during a song break. They are adorable. Yes, and um, one of them comes to me. One of them goes to Porsche, but they both, at the end of the day, seem to go to Porsche. Yeah, <laughs> so it's because I'm the boss of them, seemingly. Like, and I feed them all the good food. Too. Okay, food. see, that's what that's I what I feed that's them. What the dogs human want. food, whereas Chris feeds them dog food only. Now I'm oh, suspecting. Wow. So I wonder why they come to me. And now let's talk about romantic gestures. Love a little, love a little romantic gesture. Yeah, so, well, I'm going to let Zach ask it to Portia because uh, it would be weird for me to do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't be that weird. Yeah, kind ask. of. I'll like ask. you know. We'll keep the trend that I didn't plan out going of me asking, <laughs> Here we all, go. Of me asking all the <laughs> he's, questions. He, he, he's show. denying it. Yeah, because it's it's not true. It is a lie. Uh, Portia, what are some romantic gestures in your relationship then? In my relationship, take me out to dinner. <laughs> dinner? That's yeah. it? Is, yeah. that, is that the only gesture? No. There's, only oh. one. There's only one. Dinner <laughs> no. and nothing else. No. no that's not true. She's um, just... Take me to nice hotels. Yeah. Um, for a few nights. Yeah, well... And there's other things as well. What's are there are the, there any romantic gestures that don't involve yes. being taken out? Yes. Yeah, there Flat. is. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me. <laughs> I know what he. I know what he's asking for. Uh, well, I do get her flowers. Okay, lovely. And 
I do get a presence. But you haven't got me a teddy bear yet with a big love heart that says I love we you We did yet. talk about this in... Yeah, I've not got to be yeah. one of them What's yet. Take, 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 a, take a look at the podcast episodes of the show. All I right. think it was uh, the second one of the of season one where we had our Valentine's Day special and Portia was very, very adamant on teddy bears with big love hearts being the best Valentine's Day gift. Now, did you tell you why? I don't think you did tell us why. We kind of ran out of time by the end of that, so why? Well, I'm going to finish the story. Oh. Now, for just before Valentine's Day at Flinders Street Station, they had this little, they sometimes have these little shops, like temporary shops open, and it was a Valentine's Day shop. Now, and they had in there a giant, like, you know, those, like, life-size basic bears. Like, Terrifying. Yeah, like big, big fluffy, you know, toy bears. That would take up the whole of like a single bed. Basically. And it had, a lo- it said, had a love heart on it saying, I love you. And she wanted it. <laughs> but Chris did not get it for me. You know what? I respect that because that, like, we were talking about living with a partner. Imagine if you had to share the space with your partner and a massive <laughs> bear. I think that would be fair because he's got to, mm. I've got to share the space with the teddy bear if he got me it. And then he's got to share the space with Rosie and Ella oh, too. The dogs, yeah. The dogs. On top of that. That's not, no, that's so. the, Okay, we have gone off track. We All have right, got, I'm bringing back. it back away from the teddy bear for a minute. But okay, let's just, gift giving is a romantic gesture. Yes. Uh, is as a whole, assuming you get them gifts that are good. Sanity. Um, don't get your partner anything and be like, it's romantic because, I don't know, yeah. a pack of. Certain certain things are romantic. Certain, yeah, some gifts aren't romantic, but also, I mean, it depends on you. It depends on your relationship. Um, but no, it, it kind of, in my mind, and I don't really buy into this uh, theory much, but kind of brings to mind the idea of love languages. I'm not sure if you two have heard of them. Not really, no. No. There are, there are like, it's sort of categorized, a way of categorizing how people show love. And I mean, it's it's a neat little framework, but I don't really think... I think some people take it way too seriously and like, these are my love languages. Oh, or I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> okay. And like, this is my love language. This is the only way that I can either show or be shown affection. I'm like, okay, I don't really, I disagree. But I do think they're good little ways of categorizing romantic gestures anyway. And I can't remember them all off the top of my head, but I believe gift giving was one. Uh, words of affirmation, so compliments is another um, physical touch was another one. There are two more that, again, have escaped me, but they will come to me in a dream or when I Google them eventually. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, for me, um, I, I, that there's physical, like, romantic gestures, and then there's, like, talking. Like, that's how I kind of class them. It's just two separate things. I don't know why. It's just how it's always worked for me. But, yeah, like, yeah, that would be, you know, Talk, you know, saying like "I love you" and all that kind of stuff. Words of affirmation. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, just thought I'd mention that. Sometimes, just people just you know see that as a difference. That's yep. why I didn't mention it earlier. I'm thinking, yeah, I know what it's on about. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair, fair. Like, okay, so though, like saying like "I love you" things like those are very little, little gestures. Yeah. Do do you think that like I'm not trying to grill you here, 
Uh, what are some bigger, bigger romantic gestures? Obviously taking out to dinner, because we did establish when we spoke about Valentine's Day that the one gift everyone likes is food. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Of no, course, you can't go wrong with we did, food. We did a poll and we got like... 20 people who responded and everyone said that they liked food. So but that, that is pure scientific data. But that's What about chocolates and roses? Chocolates were also at 100%. Flowers yeah. were not. Some people don't like flowers. It just depends. Like, some people are allergic to flowers. That's mainly why. Also, like, flowers are temporary. Chocolate yeah. is also temporary, but, I mean, the taste is really good. Oh, <laughs> necklace. <laughs> jewelry? Yeah, yeah jewelry. I, I do get a jewelry a little bit when I can get it. Just depends on all, all over everything in the world, but I do get a jewelry, I do get a get like lots of gifts. I'll just oh, say that. All right, I'm gonna stop stop asking you here, because Chris, you've you've said a lot of a lot of romantic gestures that you do for Portia. What about the other way around? Other way around. You haven't said any that you do for Chris. It's all been, he takes me out. He he does this for me. What about you? Um, I pay for some of his dinners. I. Hmm. Bought him a new phone, which is right there on the table. <laughs> <laughs> what about the small <laughs> gestures? You do the small ones, though, sure. Yeah, I do all the small ones. Yeah, all the, the important ones, all the physical touch and everything. The little, the little things in life are what matter. Exactly. <laughs> How sweet! What a sweet little way to end it. Now, thank you, everyone, for listening into the show today. We hoped you liked it. And on the show, we talked about romantic gestures, living with your partner, maintaining a relationship, becoming serious, workplace relationships, and questions that me and Chris answered from Zach. It was not the whole show. It was not, I promise. But (laughs) I've been Portia, joined by Chris and Zach. And where you can find us is at the Naughty Rude Sin at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can also find us. We have a podcast. Uh, Well, just search up the Naughty Rude Show on any of your podcast apps and you'll find us there. At least you should. And if you don't, look at another one and get a better podcast app. And also, don't be afraid to ask us questions. You can send them to the naughty rude show dot com slash ask. Or you can just slide into our DMs, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. We can answer them there. We, we're everywhere. We are so contactable that you have no reason not to. Go do it now. <laughs>